Flip Folder app is revolutionizing musical ensembles across the country using state-of-the-art connectivity technology. Visit flipfolderapp.com to see how your ensemble can improve efficiency in rehearsals and performances, save time and money, and improve musicianship. Hello and welcome to our Season 2 finale of College Band Radio, brought to you by collegemarching.com and sponsored by Flipfolder App. Today we're diving into the world of DCI. We'll be speaking with a staff member from the Bluecoats Drum and Bugle Corps to see what it's like from their perspective getting ready for a season in such unprecedented times. But before we hop into that interview, this is just your reminder to go follow us on our Twitter at CollegeBandRDO, our Instagram at CollegeBandRadio, and don't forget to tune in for our live shows on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on our YouTube channel. Now let's get into that interview. And we're back on this newest episode of College Band Radio. With us today, we have a very special guest, uh, Ricardo Brown, Rick Brown. Uh, in this episode, we're talking about uh, drum corps, DCI. Rick is quite a big name in in that field, also has uh, some pretty significant ties to the college marching band world as well. So, Rick, welcome. Uh, and if you could quickly just kind of uh, give everyone a little a little taste of your background in band and what, what you're doing right now. Cool. Yeah. Uh... Like you said, my name's Ricardo Rick uh, Brown. Uh, I've been more involved in the marching activities for a while now. Uh, my first year of DCI was 1999, so I'm actually a 90s guy. I feel like a Stone Age person, but <laughs> I actually played on a G Bugle. Um, I started with the Crossman Drum and Bugle Corps, and then uh, from there I went on to the Cadets Drum and Bugle Corps. Back then we were from New Jersey, <laughs> and now they're from uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, you guys, I guess the first way people will remember me is if, for all you old drum corps fans, if you've ever watched the 2003 uh, Cadet Show, the Malaguena Trio, uh, I was the African American trumpet player in the um, in the Malaguena Trio. Um, from there, I marched the Cadets for four years. I taught there for two years, and then um, I became a band director and I taught at the middle school, high school level. I moved to the college level. Uh, in 2012, I taught at uh, Prairie View NM, which is a, a HBCU right outside of Houston. Uh, and then I was able to move to the University of Connecticut, where I, uh, I was associate director at Prairie View. I became associate director uh, here at UConn, and I'm, I'm wrapping up um, my third year in the doctoral program as well. So uh, this time next year, uh, God willing, I'll be a Dr. Brown, and I'm excited about that. Um, Very exciting. Awesome. Yeah, man. I currently serve as the uh, associate director of athletic bands um, with UConn. And in 2014, I was fortunate enough to join the staff of the Blue Coast Drum and Bugle Corps. And I've been there ever since. I've been uh, um, trumpet tech with them for um, um, since then. And now I'm a lead trumpet tech there as well as, you know, a member of um, of the brass staff. And it's been great. So, so I guess to start out, um, basically, for those who, who don't know, what really is drum corps and how is it different from high school band and college band? So when I answer this question, usually I give this. So if you think about from a brass player's perspective or a percussionist or a color guard members, uh, obviously, you know, for those of you that don't know, drum corps does not have any woodwinds uh, at all. But from a brass, color guard, and percussion perspective, 
I would think about it like this. You have high school sports. That would be like your high school marching band. Then you move on to the college level for those instruments, and that's like college football. You know, like you have the Alabamas, the, the Purdue's, the Maryland's, like you guys. <laughs> and then um, from there, uh, you have like the NFL of, of what we do. And that's what I would say drum corps is. It's the, the top echelon of the marching arts for those particular instruments. It's an audition-based group. Um, so we, we're looking for the best of the best musicians, the best of the best marchers. And you come together during the summer. Uh, usually it's three uh, months, but because of COVID this year, it's only going to be about about a month and a half to two months. And um, yeah, and we, we perform one show. I know a lot of you guys, collegiate bands, do multiple shows. Uh, we only do one show, and we try to make that one show the best we can. And, and uh, we usually get some great products. Awesome. So you did mention a little bit about how this season's going to look, but we all know this this year and this past year haven't been really normal. Um, yep. As much as you can, can you elaborate on what that season is might look like? Yeah. So, or is going to look like? Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, usually we have camps throughout all the winter, starting about November. We have our audition camps and you have camps all the way up until April, May. Um, may take a month off in there, but it's usually like one camp a month. Some cores may do two or more, um, but you, you rehearse during the winter. And then in May, um, usually when college is over, because majority of the membership are college level students, um, we, they, we move in in May. We're together for about a month. And then starting in June, we start to win the country. Uh, I think the average drum corps travels like 10 to 15,000 miles a summer. Um, going across the country, performing in different areas, rehearsing. And we go from pretty much June to August, uh, about three months, of, uh, two about two months of touring. And um, that's going to look completely different this year. We did, uh, we haven't met at all in person yet. We've done camps in the clout. Uh, so we've been doing a lot of virtual stuff. Uh, for the Blue Coats, we're going to be moving in in July as opposed to May. Uh, we're going to rehearse for about a month and... Um, then from there we're gonna um, we're gonna go out and try to try to do drum corps for a, a week and a half, two weeks, and as opposed to like a two month <laughs> tour, and it's gonna be great. You know, we have a great program that we're working on, and we're gonna be the Blue Coast, y'all. Whatever you expect the Blue Coast to be, we're gonna be that. Can promise you that. So I actually have a question about that. So the way, obviously, I mean, at, at least from what I know, how the season goes, like you were talking about, you guys perform in different places across the country and then it all leads to DCI finals, which is uh, held in yeah. Indianapolis at Lucas Oil Stadium. So because you said that the season itself, I'm guessing the season itself before finals is going to be that week and a half, two week span. How many shows are you guys yeah. planning on doing? And then like, I guess how are things going to be altered when it when it goes into DCI finals? You know, this year compared to a normal, uh, you know, a year previous. So uh, on a, on a normal year, we we usually do about three to four shows a week. Uh, we have about two days off to really do some rehearsing. We we call them rehearsal days. Uh, you spend about uh, about twelve hours working on your show, with about an hour lunch break in between each block or dinner uh, meal break between. This year, I think I'm not, don't quote me on this, but I think we only have about six or seven shows this year. 
um, with some other standstill performances and community-based performances in between. Um, Blue Coast, we have a relationship uh, being in Canton uh, with the Hall of Fame. So we have a show at the Hall of Fame this year. If you guys are in the Ohio area or close, man, you should come out. That's going to be a great show. Uh, not a lot of space there. So, you know, you won't have to be up on top of people and you get to see some great drum corps. Uh, and then in addition to that, a lot of our best cores aren't going out this year. The Blue Devils, the Vanguard, you know, those guys have decided that, you know, they, they're going to take another year off and really just recollaborate the organization and try to, you know, just try to do something different. And, you know, that's their right to do so. And, and I hope, you know, that works out for them. Blue Coats, we, you know, all of our members are vaccinated. All our staff is vaccinated. Uh, so we're, we're going to take every precaution to keep our, our group safe, but we're going out and we're going to, you know, we're going to, like I said, we're going to be the blue coats, man. We, we, uh, we have some good things in store. I think people will <laughs> like what they see this year. Awesome. I'm very excited. I might try to go out there because, you know, being in Indiana, pretty close to Ohio, right next door. I found out about drum corps and that whole scene in college from our, our mutual friend Kazushi. But, um, for someone that doesn't know about it, like anyway, say say Alex came up to you and asked you why why should I do drum corps? I've heard all this hype about it, but why should I do it? What would you say to him? Well, I'll use Cass as a as an example. Um, you know, you here's a guy super smart, super talented kid, but you know, he had room to grow, and Cass went out and he worked his butt off, man. Like I. I, you rarely see people work as much as he did, you know, like to get better, to get better, to constantly get better. And that's one of those things you can transfer over to your life, right? That's the way I look at drum corps. Yeah, it's a musical activity. Yeah, we get to go around marching and making cool drill shapes and making cool shows. But at the end of the day, it's all about making you a better human being and a person that contributes better to society. You know, a lot of the hard work and work, uh, work ethic that I have, I got working, waking up at six and seven in the morning to go out and do the same show over and over again. Um, when I marched cadets, you know, like that was, that was what was expected and not things that translated over to my regular life. Um, uh, so when I'm, you know, going through and I'm teaching, but I also got a paper due for the doctorate or whatever, I got to go back and say, man, this is the same as in 03 where we didn't have many, uh, free days. So we were out there working our butts off, you know, trying to make this show better. So for a person that's never marched, you know, it's the opportunity to be a part of something that's bigger than yourself, but also to gain life skills that you're going to use that's going to make you the best engineer, make you the best computer programmer, make you the best, you know, whatever you want to do. And so, you know, that that's the way I still look at it today. You know, I've been fortunate enough to have some of my own students from UConn uh, be members of the um, Blue Codes. We, uh, and if all you guys out there, if you've ever seen the 2019 program, uh, the Blue Coast that we did, which is based on the music from the Beatles, uh, if you look at our ballot from that year, the flugelhorn solist from that year, his name's Justin Daly. Uh, he's a he's a UConn alum, and now he's a band director. He went from being on the field playing flugelhorn solos to Blackbird, to now he's a, a band director here in the state, and he's doing great things. So, you know, kudos to him, and kudos to all the great, you know past core members out there that are doing great things now so i guess another now that we've now that okay i'm convinced i'll 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 do drum corps now wh where do you think we should start <laughs> like i remember my because always told me that like you just gotta like see it in person 
because as much as you yeah. can watch videos of it on YouTube and like see how it's kind of cool, I can also tell you that from from my perspective, you cannot compare it to in person because in person is just so much better, and it's just everything about it, like watching and listening to a show and being actually there in the stands, is incredible. And it honestly was like, I want to do drum corps now, and I was like, I have no time, but I'll tr- I'll do my best. <laughs> so is th- is there um, a place where like you would tell people to start? So here's the best advice I can give anyone that wants to march drum corps. Go shoot for the stars. Don't assume just because you haven't marched drum corps before that you can't make the blue devils or you can't make the blue coats or the cadets or whatever that may be. All of these groups have people that say, man, I'll never make that group. So I'm going to go such and such. And then they go audition. You know, I'm going to go audition anyway. And they make the core and end up staying there for like four years. You know, like just shoot for the stars, man. If you have a favorite core, go do that. But if you, let's say you shoot for the stars and you don't make it, the there are so many great opportunities in DCI. The um, open class course give you a great educational experience. There's no difference there, in my opinion, between building great, you know, programs where people can come together and create, you know, great music. You know, and DCI has changed a lot. You know, you listen to DCI from the 70s to now, it's a completely different activity. It's a, you know, you can come to DCI. This is one thing we we pride ourselves on at the Blue Coats is that you'll come to the Blue Coats and you're still playing at a quality level. You know, you can go home and jump right into your win ensemble. You don't have to recalibrate your chops to be able to do so or your tone quality. We harp on that. You know, we play with characteristic sound. We play with, you know, a full ensemble, you know, sound that is fundamentally, you know, strong. And and we pride ourselves on that. So, you know, from a standpoint of auditioning, shoot for the stars. Uh, don't look at your whatever group that you choose to audition for. If it's not your top group, it's not a lesser ensemble. Um, it's just, you know, a different opportunity for you to work harder and get yourself together so you can go back and try to make that ensemble again. Follow-up question. So, it, say Alex doesn't play brass, right? What would you, I guess, what would you recommend yep. if for someone who wants to be in drum corps yep. that doesn't currently play a brass instrument? Uh, obviously, private lessons is definitely a, a good thing. Um, one thing that we're working on with the Blue Coast that I suggest all your listeners go check out is we're creating an actual school, uh, Blue Coast school. So what that's going to be doing is an online resource for people that say, Man, I've never marched core style before. Me, I went to an HBCU. We did the high knee lift marching style. So if there is a student from an HBCU who feels like they're, you know, talented at a level to march any drum corps, they can go to the Blue Coat School of the Arts and they can take this class, you know, that says, okay, uh, one of our visual instructors, his name is Justin. He's a band director uh, up in Illinois. He's uh, developing some visual things with that. And the student can say, okay, now that I know exactly what is it required to be in that particular group. So Blue Coat School of the Arts is definitely a great opportunity for that. And I'm sure other drum corps are coming out, you know, with something similar. But um, that private lessons, uh, obviously, you're going to have to build the armature and all that thing. You know, fundamentals have to be in place um, for for a person that's never played and they don't feel like they're ready. The Blue Coat's probably going to be the best place. You know, for that person, because, you know, the Blue Coats, we're, you know, we're attracting some pretty top notch uh, talent as far as people that have been playing the horn for a long time. 
But like I said, nevertheless, shoot for the stars. We definitely have um, will win players make the blue coats and been exceptional members. Uh, we've had uh, horn players who are like French horn players who play on French horn mouthpieces, have to learn how to buzz on trumpet mouthpieces and things of that nature. You know, it's all different types of challenges in the activity and people overcome them all the time. So for you, someone who uh, marched in college, um, what was your or what went into your decision making process in terms of wanting to go uh, march in DCI? Was it something that you wanted to do from the get go when you got into college or was it something that kind of developed on you and you found some videos and some things and were like, oh, this is really interesting. I should try to go up for it. So, uh, like Jason and I was saying, talking earlier, uh, I got exposed to drum corps at an earlier uh, time, age. You know, my my first year of being exposed to drum corps was in 1996. And it's funny because I used to see DCI on TV uh, and one of a person who's one of my good friends, I'll never forget this. Uh, the Blue Coats, even though I didn't march in the Blue Coats, um, the Blue Coats always played a, a huge part in my DCI experience. In 1995, I remember seeing this tall black guy playing soprano for the Blue Coats. And we're actually really, really good friends now. His name is Eric Prince. Uh, he's, he was, and subsequently, he was my first uh, trumpet instructor when I marched cadets. <laughs> like, it shows you how small the world is. And then um, I saw DCI for the first time in 97, but in 1990. I saw the Blue Coats um, in uh, Hampton, Virginia that year, and they had two soprano soloists. And after the show, me and my best friend went over to the truck, and we were both trumpet players. And we were like, "Man, the Blue Coats is to this day the Blue Coats is still my best friend, uh, one of my good friends, Tra um, Calvin's favorite drum corps." <laughs> but we went over to the trucks, and one of the soloists gave me his soprano. I threw my mouthpiece in, and I was just wailing. And this guy was giving me some pointers and stuff. And um, so I was like, man, I'm marching drum corps. And we just, I just re-linked up with him last year. Eric Prince linked me up with him last year. And I ended up going to drum corps from there. And uh, it was something that I wanted to do uh, for a while. And um, even though I, I, I marched in a core style high school, but then I went, I didn't really have a lot of experience there because I was in the governor's school as well. Mm -hmm. So I went to uh, college. And while I was in college, I was like, I'm going to keep doing this because I understood the benefits of it. And even though I went to a show style school, I marched drum corps. My my mom wouldn't let me march my freshman year. She was like, you are focusing <laughs> on school, no drum corps. <laughs> so I didn't march my freshman year. But my um, the next three years I did march and it was, it was amazing. Uh, or next four years, I marched cadets for four years. So um, it was it was amazing. And I, I enjoy, uh, you know, my experience there. That's awesome. I have, I do have a bit of a heavier, I guess maybe more difficult question to answer now though. Okay, I know you can't really you can't really compare um, drum corps and college bands; they just so different. But I was curious as we've seen more recently, especially with the Blue Coats playing the Beatles show, that we are starting to see more of, I guess for lack of a better term, like poppy tunes coming to drum corps. Uh, do you think that's something yeah. that is gonna be like more in the future? Is that I don't want to say they're blending together, but do you think that drum corps might go into more of like popular tunes and start to play those more recognizable tunes for audiences? Or do you think they're going to stay about where they are? 
Well, this is a tough question because um, it, it, I think it's multiple facets to this question. So if you listen to like the beginning, DCI's uh, history at the beginning, like the, the 70s, 1972, when it was started and going forward from there, DCI played popular music all the time. Classical music, you know, like Phantom Regiment was like the classical drum corps. You know, they played all the classical music. They did it really well. And Phantom was always, you know, a top contender back in those days. But if you listen to a lot of the other corps, cadets back then, uh, Bridgman, uh, all these different groups, uh, they were playing Earth, Wind & Fire and Chuck Mangione and all these, these great, you know, musicians of the time. And then from there, DCI evolved with the cadets, started playing music like Rocky Point Ron, uh, Holiday, uh, Nelson's Holiday, Rocky Point Holiday, and and Jeremiah, all these all these great tunes, and it's it really started to evolve. Van, uh, Santa Clara playing uh, Benjamin Britten's Young Person's Guide to the Orchestra. So then that's the way that DCI went, and then all of a sudden, man, it, it's like now you have like this interesting hodgepodge of. Of, of different charts and it's something that uh, one of my good friends and I Alex Blue who's on the staff uh, of the Blue Devils we talk about this all the time because there has to be a space where you can get the same recognition musically and adjudication wise where you can have the freedom to play whatever you want and it still get the same type of artistic value so for me I think it's one of those things where if a group chooses to play the Beatles or if a group chooses to play, you know, K-pop like the Devils did a couple of years ago or whatever a group chooses to do. Uh, Guardians, the group he works with, played Con uh, Kanye West a couple of years ago. You know, that stuff has to get just as much recognition and, and applause and, and, and video time as, you know, as a lot of the other stuff. So I think it's, I think DCI can move in that direction, but I think it has to be a situation where, if a group chooses to do that, they get the same credit as a group, if it's good, as a group that um, that chooses to play brass band music or concert band music or orchestra music, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a that's an interesting conversation that we're we're working on right now. I think that that would be awesome. Just hearing some of like the the definitely songs that we've never played before. Hey man, I'm hey look, I'm gonna tell y'all, I did I did a good a good interview on this with a good friend of mine. He um, I, I am a huge hip hop head, man. I grew up in the nineties, you know, I love hip hop like the next person. So to hear Santa Clara and Vanguard play 2014 Forest Hill Drive by J. Cole or this new album that's coming out next week. Oh, hey, man, that'll that'll be right up my right up my, my I'll I'll go to like literally all of those shows. I don't care. I will just I will spend all of the money I need to. <laughs> be fantastic. <laughs> Okay, so now I have a now I have a bit of an easier question for you. What are your, some of your favorite moments in drum corps that someone can go look up if they're, they have no experience, like never even seen a video? They're just like, point me in a direction, show me what you think is good. Like a show that if they've never seen it before. Yeah, so like they've never seen drum corps at all, and they're just like, what is it like? Can I can I see an example? Oh man, this is see this, this is a tough question. <laughs> Cause this is like my own personal preference, man. Oh man. All right. Let me give you a couple. I'm gonna give you a couple of my favorite shows. And then I'm going to give you a couple of shows that I think the DCI community considers to be like those go good. You gotta see it at least once type shows. So for me, I'm a horn line guy. I love big, 
in your face, beautiful sound, horn lines. But I also like like awesome releases and stuff like that where you hear the echo and stuff. So uh, from a horn line perspective, my favorite shows are I love um, like the the three peak cadets cores of the early 80s. So 82, uh, 83, 84, 85. Those are some great shows. I'm an older guy, so I like the old drum core. It's a lot different, guys, than what you see now, but it's, it's still good. Uh, my favorite show of all time is Cadets 93 um, in the spring. I, I remember playing that piece in high school and then to see a core march it, how hard it was for me to play it sitting down and they're marching 200 beats a minute playing. I always thought that was cool. Star 93 is one of those shows. Everybody's like, you got to at least see it once. Um, let me see. Uh, Blue Devils 88. That horn line is absolutely incredible. Um Blue Devils 97 was the first drum course show I saw. And I it like that was one of the best things I've ever seen. But I gotta give you some new school stuff too. I'm like everybody's like, oh man, that stuff's too old. <laughs> um guys, go check out 05 Cadets. I taught that year. Um prior to uh Blue Devils knocking our score out of the water. We had tied another show I'm gonna recommend is which is Cavaliers 2002 um as the highest scores ever. Uh, go check out Cavaliers 2002, 2006 Cavaliers, uh, Phantom Regiment 2008, the Spartacus show. That was the show, in my opinion, that really brought the, the main theatrics to DCI to what you see now. And that show is just great. Phantom 08, uh, Carolina Crown, all those amazing horn lines they have. 2013 Crown in particular. Um, Vanguard 2018. And then... You know, I'm a blue coats guy, so I gotta I gotta throw a bunch of blue coats in there. So any blue coat show uh is good, but two thousand fourteen to the present, blue coats, uh great shows to watch. Um my favorite show that I've done, and it's weird because everybody's like, Really? Because I've taught fourteen <laughs> through now. My favorite year that I've taught, like the the most fun I've had at Blue Coats was 2018. The session 44 show like i can see that yeah we um we won in 16 i love this yeah i love the 16 show don't get me wrong 14 tilt everybody talks about that show but just the experience the core itself the show and the music i'm a big jazz guy i'm a trump jazz trumpet player so to be able to play jazz on the field in that way and still make it interesting and the show is just amazing man like 2018 session 44 uh, the big yellow chairs. Go check it out, guys. Those, that's my favorite year that I've taught here at Blue Coat. Um, and then, of course, the Beatles show, man. Like, you know, that that show brings up a, a different mix of emotions. You know, I'll just leave it at that. But it's a great show. Um, great year for the Blue Coats, and uh, I think your listeners will really enjoy, really enjoy those years. Definitely. I I did rec I don't I'm I don't go that far back. I haven't ventured that much into the uh old school drum corps, but I as as a mellophone player, yeah. I think my favorite has to be the SCV 2018 show. I got to be honest, but the the definitely the, the Beatles show does have a special place in my heart cuz that is one of the first shows that I watched actually in person. It was a special year, man. That core, you know, we it was a a close knit group. They had a they had a fire early. They, you know, like we, when we moved in, the, the core was ready. You know, we, we had the music ready to go. We worked our butt off to get it, you know, at a high level. 
and we enjoyed the summer. It was a great year. You know, didn't turn out how we wanted it to at the end, but hey, man, that's, you know, we don't do it for that reason. We do it to try to put on the best, you know, show we can. And, you know, every time somebody thinks about 2019 Blue Coats, like, man, that show was awesome, man. And, you know, moving forward, you know, I'm quite sure that, you know, every year I teach Blue Coats, I'm like, man, how the heck are we going to top last year? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I literally say that every year. And it's like our design staff is just like, they're incredible, man. And, you know, I'm fortunate because a member of the design staff, Dean Westman, was my caption head at Cadets my last two years there. So I get to work with, you know, excuse me, people that had such a, you know, a lasting effect on my own life. So it's been great. Rick, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. If people want to find out what you guys are doing um, at Blue Coats or, you know, more stuff about the DCI world, where can people find you all at on social media? And where can people look for DCI general stuff? Yeah, all of our DCI, um, excuse me, all of our social media handles are the Blue Coats. So uh, we're on Facebook, we're on uh, all the social media platforms. They can check us out there. They can also check us out at bluecoats.org. Um, Blue Coast is a nonprofit organization, so we have a bunch of other different activities we're involved in as well. So if you, um, you're you interested in um, you know supporting what we do, that's the best place to do that. Uh, DCI, dci.org. And um, they're also on all the social media platforms. And, you know, I'll just leave your listeners by saying, you know, but no matter if they choose to do DCI or not, just stay involved in music, man. You know, even if you become an engineer, you become a millionaire, keep that trumpet around you, keep that saxophone around you, that, that horn, because it's one of the most fulfilling things in life to be able to come back to it and, and, and really reminisce on those things you used to do. So stay in music. Definitely. Well, uh, Rick, thanks so much for taking the time uh, to come on here. We really, really appreciate it. We can't thank you enough. And for everyone listening, uh, stay tuned as we wrap up this newest episode of College Band Radio. Once again, a huge thank you to Rick for coming on to our College Band Radio Season 2 finale. We also would like to thank our partner, College Marching, and our sponsor, Flip Folder App, for all of their support. And of course, we need to thank the most important members of the College Band Radio family, listeners like you, for tuning in and listening to us ramble about band week after week. And just a reminder, if you want to stay in the loop between now and season three, make sure you follow us on Twitter at College Band RDO, Instagram at College Band Radio, and catch our live shows on our YouTube channel every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. So from all of us here at College Band Radio, thanks for tuning in, and have a great summer. We'll talk to you in season three.